Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. It truly, truly does, and I can never express that enough. It really does. And just a huge thank you to a new member on YouTube yesterday, Blade Dragon 001 and we also had Lyca over on patreon join us as well thank you so much for your support it means the absolute world and it really assists me carry on doing what i'm doing on the daily putting out two videos when i can so thank you so much for that and for everyone for spending 20 minutes of your day with the channel and getting involved it's life-changing stuff and i got no one else but you to thank for that so thank you so much and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys And we're going to start today with throwawaykev135 saying, Am I the arsehole for telling my mother-in-law I married her daughter and not her? My mother-in-law is a kind and funny woman, though she does have a few problems with boundaries and is a little too involved in my marriage, especially now that my wife's pregnant. My wife's family aren't well off financially, and it's the opposite with my family. My family own a factory. I'm an engineer. My wife has a job that doesn't pay well, but she's happy with it. Every time I get my wife something nice, especially jewelry, I get a call from my mother-in-law complaining that she got nothing once she finds out, even if it was my wife's birthday or our wedding anniversary. Holidays and other occasions aside, she'd throw a fit about how I was treating her as less than. She always comes over and when she notices a new piece of furniture or any new items, she complained I didn't get her similar stuff. She sent a picture of a very expensive necklace that she wanted me to get for Mother's Day. I called her to ask about it and she said that she's been wanting it for a while and only I could afford it. When I told her I may not be able to get it, she replied that I already got my wife an expensive necklace on Sunday and I can afford this one. I didn't get a necklace and instead I decided to get her some fresh flowers that I picked from my late mother's garden that I trimmed, organized myself, then put them in a nice vase. We visited Sunday evening. My mother-in-law kept smiling till it was time for gift opening. I handed her the flowers and talked about how much time and effort I made to put everything together. She was shocked and said she thought I loved and cared enough to get her something nice. Just like my wife who technically isn't even a mother yet and she's been a mother for 32 years. I got annoyed and said that I did not appreciate her harsh response to my gift but she argued with me and kept talking about how much she wanted the necklace and I could afford it just like I was able to afford the one I got my wife but instead chose a thoughtless crappy gift to give her. That pissed me off. I said I married her daughter and not her. Of course I was putting my wife first and it's crazy she thinks I'm obligated to treat her and my wife the same. My wife looked at me and was astonished. Mother-in-law replied that I was being mean and nasty to her on purpose and rubbing my financial stability in her face, treating her as if she was greedy instead of showing her appreciation. She went inside looking so upset she was almost crying. Then my wife followed her. Suddenly, everyone was staring at me. 
It was awkward as hell. My wife snapped in the car telling me I was way out of line for making her mum cry on Mother's Day and said that she would not let my attitude cause a rift between her and her mum. I asked if she agreed with her mum's demands and she said no, but I went over the top and shouldn't have spoken to her that way. She said I deeply hurt her mum's feelings and should apologize. I really don't want to ruin my relationship with my mother-in-law, but I'm worried that I just did. Edit, I saw a question about whether this was a cultural thing and I don't know for sure. My wife's family comes from Venezuela and my mother-in-law always tries to get me to learn more about the place she originally came from. Now, I'm not going down the cultural path on this one because I don't know if it is something like that, but the entitlement anyway is just absolutely disgusting. Mother-in-law is clearly just looking at you and sees money. And how does she have the cheek to say, I myself could never approach them and say, you got money, you can buy me something. Mother-in-law is definitely the asshole, but I'm also going to call the wife an asshole in this situation as well for not backing you up and enabling that behavior. It doesn't say too much, but I wonder if the wife is exactly the same as mother-in-law in this situation. And I might be reaching there, but I was just getting those vibes as I was reading the story. And again, I might be totally reaching there, but it just feels like you're being used as a bit of a bank to me. And um, and for her to get on your back about it in the end, when your mum was requesting money off you, gifts off you, is absolutely disgusting. They are both entitled, in my opinion, and you're not the arsehole. And I wouldn't worry about ruining a relationship with people like that. Wow. And most sober taboo says, not the arsehole. Your mother-in-law obviously thinks of you as a piggy bank. Asking for all these expensive goods now that you married her daughter just isn't what a mother-in-law should be doing. So not the arsehole and don't indulge your mother-in-law by buying her expensive shit. Not the arsehole. And Lenny Briscoe says, your wife is a bigger arsehole than the arsehole that is your mother-in-law. And Solitary Tea Party says, every time I get my wife something nice, jewelry, I'd get a call from my mother-in-law complaining that she got nothing once she finds out, even if it was my wife's birthday or wedding anniversary. And then says, wow, already not the arsehole, but the rest of the post really confirms that. Your mother-in-law is treating you like an ATM. Why on earth does she think she can press you into gift after gift? Of course you ended up snapping. If anything, she and your wife should apologize. If your wife agrees with your point, but still takes mother-in-law's feelings more into account than yours, when this is a long-standing issue, there's a problem. And old says not the arsehole, your wife should have been the one to speak up when your mother-in-law was criticizing you. Her silence left you no other choice. Your mother-in-law needed to be shut down. And one more from YMMV but saying, not the arsehole, but the way you're handling this isn't helping. First off, when someone asks you for something outrageously out of the line, your response should not be, I called her to ask about it, and I told her I may not be able to get it. Your response should be, hell no, and don't ask me again. Second, your wife is an even bigger asshole than your mother-in-law, if such a thing is possible. Your mother-in-law is her mother, not yours, and your wife should be buying her any Mother's Day gifts, not you. Suggest you and your wife set a budget for gift giving and you turn this project over to her. Make sure she sticks to the budget. Absolutely. And why MMV did make some very good points there about, you know, where he calls her to ask about it and says, I told her I may not be able to get it. Not that mother-in-law's behavior is acceptable, but he did make things difficult for himself at the same time. Wow. Let's move on to the next story. And our next story comes from softrun9802. Am I the arsehole for telling my mum I will change my name when I'm 18, whether she likes it or not? I'll keep it short. My dad died when I was six and my mum remarried when I was seven. When my mum remarried, her husband adopted me, which I didn't want, and they changed my middle and last name. Middle name went from my dad's middle name to her husband's first name, and she gave me her husband's last name. I never liked it. I've always resented them both for forcing the adoption on me and for changing my name. 
I'm a few months shy of 18 and I decided I would bring up the topic of changing my name back to my mum. I figured it might seem more mature to discuss it with her and give her a heads up of sorts. Not him though, since it will just end in a fight. It ended in one anyway. My mum told me I wasn't going to change my name. It would be hurting and disrespectful and that was the end of the conversation. I told her I gave the heads up to be nice, but it wasn't up for debate. She told me I wasn't going to do it, that she and my dad don't deserve it. I told her I was going to do it whether she likes it or not, and she had to live with it. My mum freaked. Her husband freaked when he heard. They said I had no right to be so rude, and then my aunt decided to chime in and say I should have handled my mum's reaction more maturely, and it would have looked way better, and I was kind of an asshole for how I handled it. Am I the asshole? Now I'll start off with saying definitely not the arsehole in this situation. Why would you change the middle name to stepdad's first name? That doesn't make sense. From the from the bio dad's first name to stepdad's first name. That doesn't make sense. That sounds really weird. And I wouldn't like that either. I would hate for that to have happened. And I'd want the original name back. And also I think OP handled it totally maturely. They said that they was going to talk to their mum to give them a heads up of sorts about it. That when they do turn 18, they are changing their name. It's not up for discussion, but they just wanted to give them a heads up, which I think is totally fair. And then for them to turn around and say, no, you're not with a totally controlling behavior. Yeah, screw that noise. <laughs> Absolutely not the arsehole. But Sia Pizza says, not the arsehole, it's your name. End of story. It already sounds pretty shitty that she changed it in the first place. An imaginary cow says, not the arsehole, that's so weird to change your middle name too, in my opinion. You can have whatever name you would like. You were old enough that you should have been consulted, not just told, here's your new middle and last name. And Wicked Lucky 214 says, not the arsehole, you didn't want the name change then, and now you get to decide. My guess that this is the tip of the iceberg with them. KTB says, not the arsehole, when you're an adult, you can do what you want to do with your name. You feel your real name was stolen from you and you're going to put this right. I don't blame you. They cannot stop you from pursuing this. Good luck. And Wrath of God says, you're the arsehole. You're not the arsehole. You don't want to change your name for shitty, petty reasons. Those reasons sound perfectly valid and reasonable. You already handled this the exact same way I would have. Which is to say, yeah, I was just telling you as a courtesy. I didn't ask for your permission. And we'll have one more from Mercy saying, not the arsehole. They're upset about their own feelings and how disrespectful it is to them that you'll be changing your name. But they are missing how hurtful and disrespectful it felt to you when they change your name without your consent. They can be disappointed, sure, but to act like you're wronging them is BS. You didn't ask for this and they can't stop you from changing it back once you're a legal adult. Good for you to try to maturely let them know what you were doing. Don't get caught up in their emotions and games. Some great comments in that one, but let's move on to the next story. And the next one is from Third World 3. Am I the arsehole? Parents are taking my sister shopping instead of attending my graduation, and I got mad at them. I'm 18 female, I'm graduating on Friday evening. It's only an online pre-recorded video, but it's better than what last year got, and I got really excited about it because I managed to stay in school for the full five years, and I've kept on top of my work for the most part. My sister is 14 female. We are polar opposites. The best way I can describe how different we are is in terms of clothing style because that's what's relevant. She's currently wearing a woman's best set like with Nike hoodie and about three pounds of makeup and orange fake tan. I'm wearing a pair of Dickies, a vest top and a cardigan I found in my Nana's wardrobe and I'm not orange or plastered in makeup. She's a lot higher maintenance clothes and beauty wise and normally it doesn't bother me. Recently, a clothing retailer here opened up and is taking shopping appointments. That's how desperately some people want clothes. 
My sister is one of them people. So my stepdad booked an appointment and got one for Friday evening and it overlaps with my graduation video. I was thinking it was fine and they'd probably just not go since it was important to me to have family at the one normalish thing I've had in well over a year. I was wrong, they're still going. I got really angry last night and when they told me, I said a lot of nasty things. One including calling my sister, a word I won't say and a chav. No one is talking to me at the moment. They think I'm overreacting and that I'm an asshole for blowing up like this since all my sister's clothes have come from online since December and she hasn't got to see anything in person. Am I the asshole? Edit, since people are saying, why can't we just watch it later? We're not allowed to save it. I'm not sure what platform is being shown on yet, but it's a pre-recorded video. That's only from 7 to 8 on Friday. Can't save it due to minor safety. And if I were to show it later, it would mean being so focused on sitting with my phone in my hand, recording to make sure it's in frame, I wouldn't get to watch it myself. Now, firstly, I wasn't reading out that word. One, I didn't know what the actual word is. I've never heard of it before. And second, I heard it could be a slur in certain communities. So yeah, that's why I didn't want to say it. But was anyone else picking up on that huge resentment towards sister? I mean, against her clothing, the way she was talking about that she's plastered in makeup. I mean, come on, man, you're better than that. You don't need to go down that road. This isn't your sister's fault. This She just wants to do something she loves as well. She's been in lockdown as well and she loves shopping and she loves makeup and booking that appointment to go out to there was important to her as well. And I just don't think the younger sister's at fault in this situation. I think it's more to do with the parents. I will agree with OP that I think a graduation is more important than going clothes shopping. You can go clothes shopping at any day of the week, you know. It might hurt the younger sister a little bit, but I think it, it should be understood. You know, some things do take priority sometimes. And I think a graduation is one of them, although it's pre-recorded and you could download OBS and just download it anyway. But that's neither here or there. I think personally for the parents, it would be the right thing to do in this situation to, you know, not go clothes shopping at the moment and, and go to the graduation. But I think OP's anger is misplaced at the sister in this. That's the way it feels to me, the way she's talking about the makeup and the way she's saying she's plastered in makeup and she's orange and all this kind of thing. It's just not right. Come on now. Come on. But let's check out some comments to see what they say. And we'll start with A. Halstead saying, Everyone sucks here. Your parents suck for not caring to attend an event that is meaningful to you. You suck for the way you talk about and to your little sister. And the fact that you continue to assign blame to her in the comments for your parents' decision. She's 14. She can tell them she wants to go shopping. It's their job as parents to say no if something else is more important. As an aside, since you spent a specific portion of your post on this, your sister does not suck for liking makeup, wanting to go shopping, being high maintenance, or asking to go buy clothes with an appointment that your dad booked for her. And you don't get a prize for wearing your Nana's sweater and foregoing makeup. Come on, dude, take this up with your parents. They're the issue here. An American girl says, not the asshole for expecting your parents to put your graduation ahead of unnecessary shopping. Their priorities are in order. However, you're the asshole for your immaturity regarding your younger sister's taste in clothing. She's 14. She wants to be outrageous. So what? You're coming off like a shallow snob. And Sweet Treat says, everyone sucks here. What's the point in ridiculing your sister's sense of style in comparison to yours? The only info relevant is that it's your graduation and they decided to take her shopping. The rest was just you being mean. There might be more than meets the eye to this story, but you're more angry at your sister than your parents, the ones who made the final decision in the first place. You can be upset, but calling your sister names was uncalled for. Edit, I don't know what to strike out, but judgment changed based off additional info. 
And we're finished with Saran saying, to be quite honest, you all sound horrible. Everyone sucks here. Shopping is not a good reason to skip a graduation, but your anger is seriously misplaced. Absolutely, that was my thoughts on that one, but what are your thoughts? And let's move on to the next story. And our next story comes from plus one throwaway 55. Am I the arsehole for canceling being my girlfriend's plus one for a wedding because I got called into work? I, 28 male, have been with my girlfriend, 25 female, for about a year and a half. Her cousin got married last weekend and my girlfriend was a bridesmaid. She and her cousin are close, practically sisters, since neither of them have actual sisters and are close in age and grew up together. The wedding was supposed to take place last fall but got postponed due to COVID. At my work, I am considered an essential employee, not just under COVID, but in general. That means that they can call me in at any time and I don't have the right to refuse to come to work. It's not something that comes up very often. And when it does, it usually just means getting called in early for your shift. It's pretty rare on a day off, although not unheard of. I was supposed to be my girlfriend's plus one for the wedding, of course. It fell on a scheduled day off, so I didn't have to take vacation day for it. She was really looking forward to the wedding and I was too, actually. Well, the day of, I ended up getting ordered into work. There was an emergency going on in our area and it was an all hands on deck situation. I didn't have the privilege to say no, at least not if I wanted to keep my job. Obviously, my girlfriend was bitterly disappointed that she had to attend the wedding by herself, but I think it was just an unavoidable circumstance. But here's where I may be the arsehole. There is kind of a loophole to get forced into work. They really can't do anything if you just never answer your phone. Once they get you on the phone, they can force you in. But if you just act as if you slept through the phone calls or didn't have your phone on, my job can't discipline you for it. There is also a second loophole. And that's when they call to tell them that you've had a few drinks. And that's where we led to the argument. My girlfriend felt as if knowing how important the wedding was to her, I should have just ignored my phone or when I answered told them that I already had a drink. But here's why I didn't do that. I'm fairly new at my job. I'd like to advance. Not hearing my phone would have reflected poorly on me, even if they can't technically hold it against me. And answering that I'd already been drinking at 10am would have looked even worse. Either way, admin, as well as my co-workers, would have known that I was just avoiding coming in. I didn't want that stigma on me. My girlfriend is still upset with me over this. She feels as if I could have taken one of the loopholes just this once since I knew how important the wedding was to her and she ended up having to go single, even though she's in a relationship. I feel as if I was put into a bad situation where I understand how disappointing it was for my girlfriend, that it's unfair for her to blame me for it. Am I the arsehole? And we're going to start straight away with January 0717 saying, You're the arsehole. One time of missing the call wouldn't have hurt your advancement. Quit licking the boot and missing lifetime memories. Work isn't the most important thing in your life and you'll regret continuing to miss things once you're old. And Jeb Rule says, you're the arsehole. It does not reflect poorly on you to state that you're out of town for a wedding, even if the out of town part isn't quite accurate. That's not a lack of dedication. That's called work-life balance. It's extremely unlikely they won't advance you if you're a hard worker. Don't make a habit of being unhelpful when they need you, etc. Otherwise, they aren't worth working for. Either way, your girlfriend should have come first since you were not scheduled to work. And Dangerous Plate says, soft you're the arsehole. You could have just said your phone was off slash on silent because you were at a wedding already. Your girlfriend was in the bridal party, so it follows that you would have been there early. I get it. I have a similar job where you can get called in and it's hard slash near impossible to say no. Take it from a veteran that you have to carve out a life away from work. They will take and take every pound of flesh you let them. 
Decide which parts of your life are non-negotiable, e.g. family, certain friends, a charity you support, an annual event, etc., and draw a hard line around it. The alternative is letting the good job kill you slowly. And Major Understanding 22 says you're the asshole. I mean, your boss and co-workers likely knew you were going to a wedding that day and that your girlfriend was a bridesmaid. Forgetting or not hearing your phone in the chaos of prepping to go to a wedding is understandable. The hosts of the wedding are also out the cost of your place and meal. Someone else they may have wanted to come could have been invited if you didn't have that RSVP. Really, if a vacation day would have exempted you from this requirement, you should have taken one. If not, then yeah, the wedding was important and you should have taken a loophole. And Bob the driver says you're the arsehole, you chose not to take a vacation day for this and then chose to answer your phone. You let your girlfriend down, man. On the bright side, if you advance in the company, you might be able to make enough money to attract a gold digger who doesn't care if you break obligations, so as long as you buy a designer handbags. So hey, you still have hope. An undercover zombie 135 says you're the arsehole easily could have been 10 a.m. Don't pick up your phone. 12.30 p.m. Call boss. Sorry I missed your call. I'm out of town at the wedding and had my phone silenced during the reception. We went to lunch after and had a few drinks. I won't be able to make it in. Boss says, okay, enjoy yourself. We will handle it. Reality, work course. Oh, sweet. Maybe I'm getting called into work and don't have to deal with all the wedding socialization. See you later, girlfriend. Judy calls. Happy Highwayman says, would you skip your own wedding because you were called in? And Majestic Meringue says, you're the arsehole. You didn't want to go to the wedding and work was a convenient excuse. You know you could have gotten out of it. Forgotten Illinois says, you're the arsehole and sounds like my ex-husband. It started with little things and ended up with me going to funerals that were three states away alone and unsupported. At some point, I had to ask myself what I was married for. And sure as heck, wasn't to do all the big things in life alone. And one more from Electric Stapler saying you're the arsehole, but now you can never use the loopholes for something that's important to you because it will confirm you don't care about your girlfriend and only care about your wants. It will flag for her, oh, X thing is important enough to use loophole, but not me. Have fun with that. Wow. Now, what do you guys think of this collection of stories? What are your verdicts? What are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments below if you choose to do so. But as always, never any pressure to do so either. I just hope you enjoyed today's stories. Once again, thank you for spending 20 minutes or so of your day with me. It means the absolute world and you know that. And if you did enjoy, please consider clicking that like button down below as well as it really helps out. And if you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can. But again, Never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or the link in the description for Patreon and join it up there. Thank you so much for your love, support and time towards this channel. It means the absolute world to me and to Poppy. And I will see you, you spicy so-and-so, <laughs> in the next one. Take care, guys. <laughs> much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.